Check one levels. We have levels. Check one, two levels. Levels one, two, one, two, levels one. One, two, levels one, two. Levels. Wow, wow. Look who decided to show. Sorry I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Hello, check, check, levels, Jeremy. Ah! Do we have ah. levels? <laughs> I see levels. Oh! <laughs> the show's back! Oh, we're podcasting, Jeremy. We are podcasting again. We had to take a break because our podcast studio broke. Um, and so we couldn't make the early show later podcast yes. with, hi, I'm Karis. I'm Jeremy. This is episode 75. We're calling it Cold Dip. We won't talk about episodes 73 and 74. They're gone forever. (laughs) They are. Uh, In this episode, we will be talking about dipping in the cold water, taking a swim, not really a swim, but more like a very cold stand in the ocean at this time of year. And if you've ever put your toes into the ocean around us, you know how cold that is. Um, but I know people who did that. So we'll talk about that. Also, maple syrup. There's such high demand for maple syrup that uh, the maple syrup cartel in Quebec is doing something that they have rarely ever had to do. Also, a famous Canadian animal has died. And I don't understand why we only found out about this now. They died a while ago. Yeah. Um, but first... We need to talk about this because uh, our podcast was broken at a time when we wanted it to not be broken the most. Uh, we were able to publish the video of Super Karis, the very first Super Karis video, where stunt person Super Karis was going to jump the English Bay Barge. And we posted that video on Thursday, and then our podcast studio died. We didn't get to share that with anybody on the podcast. Yeah, it was as if the stunt was so big. That it itself broke the equipment in here. We couldn't. It was too much to handle. We couldn't put it all together. The the studio crumbled under the weight of the huge stunt. So I do hope that you guys were able to find us on uh, uh, social media. You saw the video. Super Karis was going to jump the English Bay Barge, which is that ginormous barge that washed ashore during uh, atmospheric river one or two. And it broke free of, of whatever they tie these things to, the wharf. And it drifted down False Creek. At one point, they were convinced it was going to crash into the Burrard Street Bridge, which would have been extraordinary. But before then, it, it ground ashore at uh, Sunset Beach, um, kind of right on the edge there of uh, Stanley Park. And now it is there. It's a permanent art installation. And Jeremy had the idea that, hey, you know, maybe... Maybe Karis, a super Karis, could jump over the barge if, you know, if, if you were on a bike and you had uh, enough of a runway. You got a nice ramp. And a nice ramp, which right you built, which is, exactly. Trigonometry. And I mean, you're geometry. no, Jeremy, you are no engineer. No. Um, and this ramp, however, very impressive. Yeah, the ramp was a big part of it. <laughs> and then what happened was not planned and uh, and thankfully I'm okay. So. Yes, there you go. Is that all we say about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what happened was not planned, and Karis can walk again. 
but yeah, I mean, it was an incredible crash. And if you haven't had a chance to see it, like this is your, you know, you're only a super podcast fan. Yes. You've been sad Thursday and Friday that you missed the podcast and we're back Monday and you're excited. And then you're like, what have I missed? You missed a lot. Yeah. You missed a lot. And you can find that anywhere on social media. Just go to the peak.fm slash early show and you'll find the video and some of the, our companion pieces with the video. And now we're talking about it on the podcast. So there you go. Um, anything else we need to add about the video? I wish we could almost have a Q&A with people. Like, do I interview you about it? It's not the same. No. I was there. No. But we can't have people be part of the show to be like, hey, Karis, tell us about something. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about that thing. Tell us about that thing. I mean, there's articles in the Daily High. There's and an article in Vancouver. It's awesome. So if you want to get a little bit more deep dive information, those yes. two places will yes. have it and for don't you. Don't be shy and clicking on those links and giving our, our buds over those websites, you know, a click of yes. you. Because then yeah. it just shows them that super Karis content drives uh, readership. Yeah, that's what that's about. Yeah, and I'm and I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little concerned about dusting Super Karis off again and trying more stunts, given what happened in this one. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we're gonna we'll have see. more of an see. eye to safety. Yes, I um, think so for the well, hopeful return of Super Karis. Yeah, I will do up my helmet the next time. <laughs> Let's just say that. Don't worry, Mom. I'll do up my helmet next time. Uh, all right, I guess we got to talk about. Sorry, I'm still I'm still messing with the they've, because the studio died. I, th um, I thought our levels were okay. Are they not okay? No, they're okay. They haven't been okay this whole time? No, they've been, I feel like, clipping at times, mm. maybe. Okay. But then it's like, then I'm too quiet, and Dustin's going to be like, you're too quiet. I du don't know Dust how to explain it to you Dustin guys. Not, it, Dustin's our, our boss. Yeah, sorry. Dustin's our boss. And he's always like, you guys are great, except you, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not true. That's that's partly true. You're in those meetings. Uh, but part of it's a level. Okay, like it's not a normal studio. The studio, like if you imagine a radio studio, there's lots of dials and buttons and sliders and things are blinking. And the reality is you don't touch a lot of that gear. There's way more gear than you need, right? That's the truth. So what this studio did was get rid of all that gear and have like literally one button. But it turns out you need slightly more than one button. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a fine line. I don't need 36 buttons. But, but I, I need, need more, more than, than one. one. <laughs> and this studio is like, this studio is like, like the most tasteful, you know, house decor Instagram that you follow. That's just like, everything is gray and just like less is more. This studio follows those Instagram accounts. Yeah, this studio like, is, if you've seen the tour of Connor McDavid's uh, hotel-like mansion in Edmonton, yes. you know, this studio is trying to be like that. Just kind of a, a very plain, cold hotel. Unwelcoming environment. Unwelcoming hotel-like atmosphere. But we will say this. Our view is better than Connor McDavid's. That's probably fair. That's uh, a fair assessment. Yeah, you know what? We can see the side of a Taekwondo and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu building. And then a building. giant pit where they're building a, uh, a Broadway subway uh, station. Which I am enjoying that view for sure. Lots of diggers if you want to get just, your I'm digger action. Like, we could in. almost post, uh, you know, let's do that. Let's post a view, Connor McDavid's view. Our view from the podcast studio. Yeah. And we let you, the people, decide. Yeah, exactly. Side by side. Let, we'll do that. We'll see. We'll see what And then what you guys like. tell us. Yeah. Maybe we're Homer, so we're like, our view's mm -hmm. better. But maybe you're like, no, yeah. the, you know, the Edmonton River Valley is nicer than the pit that you guys are looking at. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. And, and what is the River Valley? It's a natural pit. It's true. Carved out by glacial 
powers, the rivers. Yes, and there are fewer diggers in in his view, for sure. Way less. Okay, we've jibber-jabbered about nothing long enough. Yeah, let's get in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into the meat of this podcast, shall we? And I'm shaking off the cobwebs after having been away for the weekend in the rainstorm in Porto Cove. Yeah, you didn't go on a... uh... An epic journey, but far nope. enough out of town and you slept not in your bed. Yeah, that's, that's enough. That's all you can ask for these days. I know. And it felt really amazing to just be out in the wilds of nature. Porto Cove, just beautiful. You know, it's lovely, lovely part of our province there. And a friends of mine that we were with, they did something very brave. I did not follow them in. They did a cold dip in the ocean. Whoa. So how come you didn't? Because when I was in my 20s, I did a cold dip and I think it almost gave me hypothermia. Oh, that was enough. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, I think I was probably in for too long because I was young and reckless. Yes. Uh, And so by the time I got out, I was, I just felt very cold and I was, I remember standing next to, there was like a wood stove in this cabin and I was almost on top of it and I still didn't really feel heat (laughs) and I did that for probably about an hour to two hours before I started to actually feel like oh oh okay my skin is blistering yeah I'm probably warming back up so I didn't feel like I wanted to join them in this so your friends did it and you watched them that's amazing I'm a peer pressure like I fall for it every time my buds are like we're going jumping in the ocean I'm like no and they'd be like what are you chicken I'm like Marty McFly. I'm like, I'm not chicken. And I jump in the ocean. So yeah, that's amazing that you got 40 uh, whatever can stop. Yeah, that's right. I just, I was the spotter. You know, I was there. I was helping with the towels for when they got out. They spent about five minutes in the water. They went in, you know, they weren't like swimming around. They just went in up to their shoulders, essentially. And they were in there for five minutes. And they're like, Why? Just to show they can? Well, because it feels good when you come out and warm up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cold dipping is a thing that people in other cold climates around the world oh, have yeah, been doing for yeah. a very long time, right? Yeah, cold you know? climates, because that's yeah. your only option. They're like, oh, that's <laughs> totally a thing. It's because you have no other option, but okay. That's right. But, it, you know, it, it could strengthen your immune system. It could improve circulation. It can, you know, give you a sense of calm. It sort of gives you this whole body like feeling after you come out okay. and start to warm up and fill your stomach with itchy band noodles. Okay. Then it that's really when you start to feel the goodness of it. And then you get to flex on everyone you know who exactly. is the spotter standing out there being warm. You'd be like, we did the cold thing and you did not. Yeah. And and I was like, I somebody's just got to take a picture. That was... Get Precious, that's Yukon Blonde. Good morning, the early show with Karis and Jeremy. 826 on a gray day. 60% chance of showers today. And then the real heavy rain starts tonight and then into tomorrow. Jeremy, the maple syrup. We have a maple syrup shortage. So I like that Get Precious song. I'm like, oh, the precious sweet stuff. Oh, it's liquid gold. The maple syrup is just a thing that is uh, so special and so hard to come by. Quebec produces 70% of the world's maple syrup. 
And because of a, I don't know, abnormally warm or I can't remember, dry, wet, whatever, spraying in Quebec, uh, they weren't able to produce as much maple syrup as normal. And then demand skyrocketed, probably because of these difficult, trying times. We want the comfort of maple syrup. Yeah, we want to soothe our frayed feelings with the golden sweet nectar of the maple tree known as maple syrup. So now they're saying that the uh, Quebec uh, maple syrup producers have uh, had to tap into their uh, maple syrup reserve. They were like, in the U.S., they have uh, an oil reserve, you know, because they were like, oh, there's a problem with oil. we got to get prices down. And then in Canada, we have a maple syrup reserve. Yeah, and it's run by by the Quebec maple syrup cartel. That's what they're referred to as. Like they're like a cartel and they have stores. I want to know where the stores of maple they syrup are. They can't tell you I that. Are you can't. kidding me? I know. I know. I know. That's the Canadian content heist movie starring Ryan Reynolds that needs to be made. Yes. Where Where are these stores of they maple go, they're syrup? Like, we need to release 50% of our maple syrup stores. And then they go there and it's empty with just a note boy being like, yoinks. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. <laughs> we found it. The early show. Traffic. Oh, my God. We were joking about robbing the uh, Quebec Maple Syrup Reserves. And uh, I was like, that's a movie that just needs to be made. Rob texts into the show to say someone did steal the strategic maple syrup reserves before. Yes. In 2012. Yes, that's right. And we were talking about it. I was like, didn't, did somebody do that? And it turns out they did. How did have they not made a movie about that? It should be like a part of our heritage. They showed up to the reserves one time, and sure enough, there was a note that said yoinks. And it was like $17 million worth of syrup. Yet 3,000 tons of maple syrup were stolen from the stockpile, wherever that is. We're going to need somewhere a lot in of Quebec. pancakes. Oh, there's the line right there. We're going to need a lot of pancakes. It's writing itself, Jeremy. <laughs> What are you guys doing over there in Hollywood North? Write a movie already. New music. Check this out on 1027 The Peak from Jim Beam. A bourbon you can feel right at home sharing with family or with friends. Jim Beam bourbon. Always welcome. 40% alcohol by volume. Please drink responsibly. All right. We're still talking about the maple syrup heist from the uh, Canadian Strategic Maple Syrup Reserves in Quebec. And we're like, there should be a movie about it. Because that sounds amazing. Like, what's Jay Barishaw doing right now? Like, bud, get out the pen and paper and let's get going. Uh, and then we got a text from Stephanie. Yeah, and apparently this maple syrup heist that happened in 2013, yeah. is that right? 12, 2012. 2012 yeah. uh, was featured in Netflix documentary. Uh, the theft was featured in the series Dirty Money in season one, episode five, entitled The Maple Syrup Heist. All right. Well, it's going to take me 12 years to get through this uh, Beatles documentary, but it's next. Yeah, exactly. It's next. Fire that one up. Put right it on after. my list. Right oh, after. New music. Let's go. And you want to know why people can't trust the media? This next story I'm going to tell you is why we can't trust the media. More importantly, the government. Tinfoil hat time. Strap in. Okay, i got to find my tinfoil hat. I've been using it to bake things in the oven, but no, I will wrong, uncrumple it and I'll put it right on top of my head. Wrong use of it. Jimmy World, we heard the middle. It's 817. You're listening to the early show. Okay, we know about Groundhog Day. We all watched the movie with uh, uh, Bill Murray, you know, about the little groundhog, punk, Punxsutawney Phil in Pennsylvania. And uh, he tells us or they tell us that it's going to be an early spring or late winter, whether this groundhog sees its shadow. So in Canada, 
not to be outdone, but to be completely outdone by Americans. We had to copy them, kind of. And we have Wyerton Willie in Wyerton, Ontario. Wyerton, Ontario. Wyerton Willie is our groundhog. Wyerton Willie died over one year ago. And the government, the municipal government of Wyerton, has uh, just told us about the death now. For over a year, they faked it. You can't see my face, but it is shock. You are, it is shocking. All over my, I just, I cannot believe that, that Wyerton died and nobody told us about this. So what are they doing with Wyerton Willie? Do they just have it like stuffed and then you come by and then like, uh, you know, weekend at Bernie style, they're like, I'm a living groundhog. And then you leave and they're like, wow, we just got past that. Or is it just one of the, an example of like, hey, I would like to see Willie. I'm a, I'm a townsperson, I pay my taxes, and I want to see Willie. And they're just like, oh, Willie's sick, Willie's busy, Willie's away, Willie's... But how, how many years can you go on doing that? Well, I mean, a year. I guess a year, but I, I don't think they can go any further. What about Shubekini Sam? Because there's another one that's out... In the Maritimes no, no. somewhere. Yeah, it's a secondary right? groundhog. Oh, okay, you know, okay, you got to okay, go okay, and you got okay. Phil and then you got Willie. And then after that, it's just pretenders. Okay. So what do you do with Willie? Willie was a very rare albino groundhog, too. It's not like you could just fake that. What do you do? Just get a white cat and put it in the cage? Like, come on. I come think on. They, they need to stuff Willie. You think so? I think so. Yes. And then what do you do? But, you know, it's a year old. I don't think you could. Well, I think then I think then somebody would put. Willie in a location and we'll just see if there's a shadow. I mean, I don't know that the, that the groundhog needs to be alive for this still to be a thing. Well, I think it helps. I don't think anyone wants to come on to the news, you know, six o'clock like, on February 2nd. Like, let's look at this see dead, the mummified, the dead stuffed animal. Really? Yeah. They're going to get another one and they've already selected it. It's going to be a brown groundhog, probably like how you traditionally imagine a groundhog to look. And that's fine. I guess what I don't understand was, like, why the conspiracy for a year to keep the death of Willie a secret? Well, you know, maybe there were other bigger stories happening over the past year. Maybe. They didn't, they didn't I, want I to know. challenge us. I, <laughs> we only have the bandwidth for one thing, COVID. Exactly. Yeah, that's and all. We were planning on telling you guys when COVID got yeah. cured and we never cured it. Now we have to tell you. Yeah. I can't believe that we weren't told I'm I'm just I'm still kind of shocked that they were just trying to pass off either a dead groundhog yeah. or and pretend that it was alive like weekend at Bernie's or they were just keeping Wyerton Willie away from the public and not giving any reason for this it. Seems so weird. It just does seem like very of all odd. the things to do a government cover up for. Yeah, d- w- the, dead Wyerton Willie. Groundhog, like really seriously, you just grab literally any. Well, I don't even I, know what, what a which, groundhog looks like. You just grab a marmot or a mouse, ferret. Yeah, a large ferret. But you know what? I wonder. This makes me wonder now if. You know, did Wyerton Willie die of natural causes? Oh, now you are opening things right hey, up. Listen, I I don't want to assume that our government is you know part of some heinous uh, you know um, groundhog killing crime. But I why would why would they keep it quiet? Maybe it's the Ontario government. You are on to something though, because like you know without. Without communication, without knowledge, we're going to fill in that vacuum. You know what I mean? If the government won't be forthcoming about, A, first of all, when did Weirton Willie die? And now why? 
or how did Weirton Willie die, then we, two people on a podcast, we're going to fill in the blanks. And all of a sudden, this is now a true crime podcast on how and when and why did Weirton Willie die. True crime animal cast podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think we have a new genre of audio entertainment. First holy, off. Holy, holy smokes. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, if you um, if you know Wireton Willie or you know the truth and you want the chips, uh, you can always tweet at us at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, hog, H-O-G-G. I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Use one of Eric Trump's burner phones if you have to. Yeah. Or uh, like, a, like your... Um, you know, your fake Twitter account that's just a name and a bunch of numbers with the egghead avatar. Do whatever you got to do to get us the information. Because we need it. We require it. Our podcast has an insatiable thirst for facts. And, yeah, for the truth. They're really the truth. Hashtag sure. the truth about yeah. Wired to Willie. All right, that's uh, amazing. So thank you to everyone for being part of the uh, podcast program. And if you haven't checked out the video of uh, Super Cares flying, sailing majestically, um, almost into a park bunch. Please check it out. I mean, every view matters to us. We got bosses and they care about little things like shares and likes and retweets and all that stuff. So that helps. Thank you so much for doing that. And uh, thank you for listening to our live radio program. If you do that too, it's from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Monday to Friday on 1027 The Peak in Vancouver. And you can stream it at thepeak.fm. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the Grimace. All right, we're done here.